Hi there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to the podcast. As you can tell from the heaviness in my voice, it's morning, (laughs) and we slept. I used to love that song. Listen, welcome to the podcast. Um, Had a couple of things on the brain this morning. I wanted to jump on really quickly to share it with you. You know, I've been reading U Squared, and once you buy the book U Squared, you're like, why is it taking her so long to get through this book? It's it's really a very short book, like maybe 35 pages, might be less than that. But I guess it's taking me a minute because I'm making adjustments or I'm trying to see myself through a different lens or see my business as a see my business from a different lens as I go through this book. So um, I want to talk to you today about the business of hair. As you already know, I am a hairstylist in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, as well as a real estate agent here. Um, So sometimes I'll talk to you about real estate. Sometimes I'll talk to you about hair. And then sometimes I'll talk to you about um, self-care stuff, which is very important. Um, It's very um, important for you to make your mental and physical health a priority. Sometimes that takes a back seat to all the other things that we have on our to-do list. Um, very few of us probably put self-care <laughs> or mental health check on our um, to-do list, but it's probably something you should consider. So in the book, You Squared, uh, of course, we talked about that poor old fly that uh, kept trying to leave the building the same way it came. And they use the fly as an analogy to say, you know, we tend to um, waste energy. We uh, exhaust all of our energy into people or into businesses or into certain things when really you should either one, find another way to get that thing done or two, do something different. Um, If you go back and listen to previous podcasts, I use the example of someone wanting to be a celebrity hairstylist, but people are constantly calling them for education. And maybe education is the route that you should go, or maybe education will be your way into becoming a celebrity hairstylist. I use different examples, but um, that's the one that came to mind when I thought about doing something different. So today I want to talk to you about trying another way as it relates to the salon business. I tend to OD on... um, self-help books. (laughs) And um, I can become quite a stalker when I find somebody that's speaking my language. I remember when I first discovered Bob Proctor and um, Myron Golden and Les Brown (laughs) and Brene Brown. I was like, oh my God, I started ODing on these people, pretty much stalking them to the point where when I finally decided to invest in their intro course, 
I knew everything that they were going to say because your story never really changes. Like how you got to where you are right now, it doesn't really change. You can't go back and change your past. You have every control, complete control over your present and your future. So most of the time when people give an intro to their course or to their coaching business, they tell you a lot about their past. So by the time I invested in these people, I had Twittered them, YouTube them, Googled them, <laughs> went all over their website reading their um, bio. So by the time I invested money, I knew pretty much everything they were going to say. So I guess I needed to be in the VIP or the master class, right? Which was several thousands of dollars. And I love, 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 absolutely love their pricing structure. So today, if you're a hairstylist and if you have a hairstylist who is not me, because I pretty much know how my clients will answer this question. I could be wrong. And if you are a client listening to this podcast, feel free to send me a text or an email, or you want to remain anonymous. I would love to get your feedback about how I am doing as a business professional. But if you're not one of my clients, <laughs> and you currently have a hairstylist, I would like to know what you think about the way your hairstylist is operating their hair salon, their barbershop, their makeup artistry business, their natural hair business. I would like to know. You don't have to say their name, but I would like to know. So the question today is, are you running a business or are you just doing hair? A lot of hairstylists, a lot of barbers are just doing hair. But when you become a master stylist or a business owner or a CEO, you start seeing your business through a different lens. A lot of hairstylists check the book to see how many clients they have and they do no advertising, they do no marketing, um, they do no community events, they're just doing hair. And it's fine because there's a place for people who just wanna do the thing. But at some point you have to say, there's gotta be more to this than just doing hair. And you meet those people all the time because I'll ask them questions like, oh, wow, um, you're, you worked until midnight or, you know, you worked until 11 and they're like, yeah, the client couldn't come until that time. And I offered her several other slots and she said, no, this is better for her. It wouldn't have been so bad if she wasn't getting a weave. So now I'm thinking, why are you changing your business hours because somebody couldn't fit in your window. And most of us know that people make things work. If you had, if you needed a doctor's appointment and your doctor's 
office was open from 8.30 to 6.30. You would find a way between 8.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Monday through Friday to make your doctor's appointment. If your massage therapist had a window and you, here's the big word, respected that person, you would fit into that window. I have clients who I knew that that person liked what I did. They enjoyed the time in my chair, but did not respect me. Notice I said past tense. I had clients who liked what I did, loved the conversation, loved the atmosphere, but did not respect me. Those people are either no longer clients or those people got on board. And it shouldn't be a fight. You shouldn't have to fight for the respect. But what I've learned about some of those people is they were being disrespected in another area of their life. So it came natural and normal for them to disrespect people that they pay. Um, I traveled with this young lady. And normally for me, if I travel with you, that's, 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 that's either going to seal the deal in the friendship or relationship or it ends it. And with this person, it ended the friendship or it ended my respect for her or the way I saw her. I shouldn't say it ended the friendship. I would no longer travel with her ever again. And I remember we were in a cab going somewhere. So that tells you how long ago this was. It was cabs. It wasn't Ubers and Lyfts. <laughs> but we were we were going from one place to the next. And she was forcing this cab driver to speed. And she was like, you can't go any faster than this. And it was traffic. And listen, we weren't headed to an appointment. It wasn't a show that was getting ready to start and we didn't want to be late. We were just going from one end of town to the next sightseeing. And I was like, hmm, this is weird. I thought in my head, like, uh, what if he crashes the car? What if something bad happens? Because she's putting all this pressure on him to go faster for no reason at all. And um, I eventually said something. And she was like, I mean, he's just driving so slow. I mean, I was like, you know, I was like, like, we don't have a meeting. We don't have an appointment. And even when we had a meeting, we were always early. And that's one thing she and I had in common. We believe in getting started early just in case. I call it turtling. I uh, talked to my brother about this just recently. We were talking about how my sister, if she has to be at work at nine, she'll get up around eight o'clock and they'll be running around the house like, get your shoes, get your bag, hurry, 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 because the job is like 20 minutes down the street. So she just knows she has time. And then there's traffic. So she's late. 
And she always said to me and my son, like, why do y'all get up so early? Six o'clock in the morning. He doesn't have to be at school until eight. You don't have to be at the salon until nine. But we do it so we could take our time. We could shower, you know, just get ourselves together, have breakfast, drink coffee, let the coffee work, (laughs) go back to the bathroom, you know, that whole thing. And then have a nice drive to work, right? a nice drive to school. So with this person, everything had to be fast, 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 you know? And I remember um, her talking, telling me a story about her hairstylist and the girl was running late. And she said to the girl, um, the girl said, well, I should be there in 10 minutes. And she says, well, how do you know it's going to be 10 minutes? And I was like, why did you ask her that? She was like, because things happen. So she's saying she's going to be there in 10 minutes. How does she know it's going to be 10 minutes? I mean, her her car could not start or there could be traffic. I said, maybe she's watching GPS and GPS is 10 minutes. She says, yeah, but there could still be traffic. And this was back in the day. So I don't think GPS was as advanced as saying accident further ahead. But with people... How you do one thing is how you do everything. I believe that. Um, Sometimes I question it because I look at my car and then I look at my salon. (laughs) My salon is spotless, but my car, not so much. And then sometimes I look at my room at home and my room at home and my car are definitely owned by the same people. (laughs) But other areas of my life, not so much. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But it shows up in um, different situations. So I say it, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I'm going to give you a good example of that. For the young lady that I traveled with who was rushing the cab driver to go nowhere fast, um, notice the story I told you about her hairstylist. She did the same thing with her hairstylist. How do you know it's 10 minutes? You know, girl told her in advance, hey, I know your appointment, such and such. I'm going to be around a few minutes late. Well, how do you know it's going to be 10 minutes late? I mean, things could happen. That girl I know to this day suffers from anxiety. And we know that anxiety is Thinking too far ahead makes you anxious. What is the meeting about? Am I getting fired? Oh my God, what if they don't like me? And then all of a sudden you're just like, "Ah, ah, 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 I don't know how you go, you know? Not only that, we found out later that that girl was also in an abusive relationship. Hurt people hurt people. Sometimes people will come into your life or come into your business and change the temperature. And because you're the technician and not the business professional, you allow them, you let them change the temperature of your business. You let them change your business structure. You let them change your time. You let them 
change the services that you offer. Oh, come on, do it for me. Don't you love me? Don't you want to do it for me? And hairstylists do it all the time. Most of the time you'll hear me say hairstylist because I'm a hairstylist. Even though I know some of these stories from barbers and makeup artists and stuff like that, I normally refer to hairstylists because I am a hairstylist. So I want you to think about a couple of things when you go back to your salon and deal with your clients. Or if you are a client, the next time you interact with your hairstylist or your beauty professional. Think about how you would feel. If you're a client, think about how you would feel if you were operating a business and somebody came in and tried to change your business model. Think about how you would feel if someone asked you, well, can you stay later? And let me tell you what we compare that to. You asking someone to stay later or come in early for you is the same as your boss asking you, can you come in early today? Like your pay is going to be the same. We're not paying you extra for coming in early, but we need you to come in early to work on this project. We need you to stay late to finish up this project. Think about how you feel when you are asked to come in early stay late, when you are asked to work outside of the scope of your hours, it doesn't feel good. And just being in COVID, you have a lot of people at home working until nine o'clock at night and the job keeps putting more work on them and they keep doing it. Hey, I'm going to stop right there. I want to stop right there. (laughs) I made a promise to myself that I wanted to give shorter excerpts of the podcast. And I just checked and I recorded over 60 minutes of this podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to chop it up in sections of um, maybe 20 minutes each. So this will be a three-part series, but I don't want you to forget what we talked about. We started this whole thing with U squared and how Price Pritchard used a fly. He used the analogy of a fly, which it's something that we can all relate to when that nagging fly comes into our space and He's trying to get out the same way he came in. If he came in through the window, he's trying to get out of the window. Um, But all he has to do is look around and see that there is an open door. You could fly right out, out of the door, but for some reason, he chooses to exhaust all his energy, banging his head against the window pane to get something done, and he does it to his death. And that's what some of us are doing in business. We keep trying and trying and trying to make a business work. We keep trying in relationships. We keep trying and trying and trying to make this relationship work. Um, Friendships, we keep trying. We keep trying to make the friendship work. And sometimes it's over. Sometimes the only option is to exit left 10 feet away from (laughs) where you are just to get a little bit of relief. 
And for some people, they will miss that point completely. And you just want to make sure that you're not the person banging your head up against a brick wall or a window pane. And you keep trying and trying and trying. And we've heard so many stories from great people like Tyler Perry and um, Steve Harvey. You know, how they just kept trying, trying, trying until years later they were successful. But I like to see those people as drafters, right? They've gone and they've paved the way. They wrote a book about it, maybe taught a master class about it. Why? So that you don't have to go through the channels that they went through. People pay for speed. Remember that. You don't have to hire a nutritionist. You don't have to hire a personal trainer. You don't have to hire a coach. But you hire those people because you want the shortcut. You're paying for speed. And sometimes in our business, we need that. We need the shortcut. We need the blueprint. We need the cheat sheet. So instead of banging your head against a window pane or banging your head against a brick wall, you want someone that can coach you or someone that can guide you or mentor you to a better situation. And if you are a hairstylist or you are in the hair, beauty, or barbering profession, and that is you, then I need you to give me a call so we can talk about it. 704-756-2752 or shoot me an email at info at That's info at T-O-N-Y-A s-t-o-k-e-s dot com we're gonna pick up the rest of this in a couple of days because it's good stuff especially if you're in the beauty industry it's good stuff a lot of little things that we neglect the cleanliness of the salon the smell of the salon the that common thread that runs through the salon um, branding all of that so we're gonna cover all that stuff in the next couple of weeks I would love to have you here and I would love to know what you think about the first part of this series. Are you running a business or are you just doing hair? I'll talk with you soon. I'm Tanya Stokes. Thanks for joining the podcast. Remember, you have every right and you have every reason to reinvent yourself. And that reinvention starts right now. We'll talk soon. Bye.